player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to a very special episode of the two-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? Fantastic. And we brought out the multi-tap for this very special episode. Mr. James Solar is here. Welcome, James. Good to have you back on the channel. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. I'm excited for this. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you couldn't tell by the video title, sorry, not the video, the it's title, okay. this is a spoiler cast for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Rigmarole, everything, patreon.com slash two-player co-op, teespring.com slash store slash two-player co-op, all that stuff. Just use the force, mind trick people. Here's your last warning. What I want to talk about is one of my favorite stories in recent years in a video game. Because this game has it. I So this is your last warning before we get into anything else. Spoilers from here on out. If you couldn't tell by the video title, if you couldn't tell by the thumbnail, if you couldn't tell by Sean's face, spoiler time is on. <laughs> You're like bison in the truck. <laughs> All right. Spoilers starting right now. Is this the last warning? Yes. Okay. Now spoilers start. Um. I liked Fallen Order. I thought Fallen Order had a very good story. Yes. I, I thought the story was the best part of that game. We don't have to talk about that, James. I'm not bashing it or anything. I just think the story was that good is what I would say. The story in this game, and I don't understand, like I said in the main podcast, again, I don't know if this is going up first or the main pod's going up first, whatever, I'll figure it out. So this could be 320 or 321 episode. It doesn't matter, whatever. I don't understand why some people I've seen online are like, the story was okay until the end. <sighs> In my mind, like I said on the pod, either yesterday or the next day, the last two to three hours of this game <clears throat> are so damn good and insane that I was like, I had multiple holy shit moments. Yes. <laughs> Overall, though, we'll get into that. Again, like I said, I think this is one of the best stories I've seen in video games. It's like up there with the last two God of War games. Uh, last of Us Part 2 sucked. When and it it's not just a good story. No, it's like, everything else. I think we talked about it on the podcast, James. You mentioned it in the Discord. It mm -hmm. just, it feels, it's a Star Wars story. It's not just a good It's a story. It feels game. like yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. So, James, since we've talked a lot in the Discord, but people on here have not seen your full thoughts yet or heard your full thoughts not you're going to type on the screen or anything um overall thoughts on jedi survivor and then we'll get into the story and we will spoil the ever living hell out of this game as you know and as um as anybody that's really, really kept up with me a little bit knows i loved star wars jedi fallen order um and so this game to keep it kind of short was pretty much everything that I wanted it to be. Um, it did not go when we get into story stuff. Um, it definitely didn't go in a direction that I thought it was going to go based off of how the first game ended. And I did like that. Um, yeah, I'll leave, I'll leave it at that for now. Okay. So go. Well, what I was going to say, I would have guessed being that we are reasonably sure this is a trilogy and mm -hmm. i feel like the way things i say tend to go but i'm struggling to come up with examples so maybe i'm wrong but 
I would have thought this would have had almost more like Empire, maybe kind of a cliffhanger or less. There's a lot of not happy things that happened, but I thought this would have almost like Infinity War, maybe not well, where everybody like it dies. It did, but, but like, then it kept going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I almost expected it to have a more somber, like we're screwed kind of ending only right. for part three to come in and, you know, write Oof. everything. But what's weird, you can't really have it because of the way these games are. When the game is over, you get to you keep playing. The world. There's it's all like, the post game well, stuff. So died, but I'm gonna. But go I'm gonna look go look for some chests. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so it's hard to yeah pull that mm-hmm. off in the video game world, I guess. But yeah, I know we're gonna have to talk about performance at some point. Do y'all mind if we just go ahead and get that one out of the way first? It sucked. <laughs> so I will say this: I, I think I had the most issues out of the three of us. Mm-hmm. Which is some people on PS5 have had no issues. Some people have been like me, and they've had you know, myriad issues. I will say after the patch came out today as we're recording this on Tuesday, May 9th, Mm -hmm. it's much better. Um, I haven't played any today. There's no more screen tearing that I can see. The logo at the beginning is still like, (laughs) Um, the frame rate's a lot more good. It's a lot better. (laughs) A lot more good. (laughs) It's a lot more builder. Um, It's still not perfect, but it's, more playable than it was in the past. Now, the the funny thing is, Sean said he had like three or four crashes. I have not had the so, game crash one time. The game crashed on me. I had to replay the first 10 minutes of the game t- like a couple times. Oh, wow. See, it, all... so, well, it crashed on me once 10 minutes into the game on Coruscant before had, you had gotten to any um, any story checkpoints or anything. So then I had to go when you're like in handcuffs and there's that long walking sequence. I got to do that sequence twice. It's boring both times. Yeah. I think Um, I had three crashes and they've all been in the post game, but if you're having them in the beginning, I guess that was probably just coincidental, but okay. Just the ones. Yeah. Yeah. I I had had three. And then I don't think based off what Kevin's been saying, what he what I'd heard him saying in the discord about his performance, I don't think I was experiencing anything like that either. I just don't have the eye for it, which I guess I'm thankful for, or mine wasn't that bad because the only time that I felt like the like there were obvious stutters the pretty much the entire game, but the only time that I felt like it really got to an unacceptable point was in the post game for me, which I think I said this in the discord earlier um, when you're running around in the on Kobo in the area around the saloon and around um, just that whole, there's all kinds of life forms and people and all that stuff. It was so, it was stuttering so much that I was like, I literally don't even know if I can play this, Yeah, but it was only in that one area. Yeah. Mine was never so bad that it was like affecting like the gameplay or my fun level or anything like that. For me, it was like pop in like textures and stuff. Um, Like when anytime I land in Jeddah <clears throat> and you see like the ship landing, it's like, bloop, 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 
it's like building the cave around the ship because it's like lowering and see I stuff like that. See, I had like gosh, frame I didn't have any of that either. Really? Because which it's funny because so I know y'all were both playing on PS5. I was playing on Xbox Series X, right. but everything that I had seen online had said that the Series X performance is way worse than on oh. PS5. So I don't have I have no idea how I didn't have any of these issues. So I do think it's entirely possible that I just don't have the eye. Thankfully, I don't have the eye for these problems. And it's no. just like it's I'm not going to notice it until someone points it out to me. No. I, I would think if if you were having the screen tearing like <laughs> I was, you would see it no matter what. Like basically, if I stand still and I would turn the camera, it would be like the bottom three quarters of the screen would move. And then a half a second later the the top quarter of the screen would be behind and nothing okay. would line up and i'm like what the frick is happening but I, again after the patch today it seems like that's gone so that makes me at hurt. that section in kobo that i was talking about when my performance was so bad that i couldn't even like jump from one platform to another i still i, I rotated <laughs> the camera a little bit and it was like it looked a little bit out of sync as far as like maybe the top inch of the screen was moving a little bit slower than everything else, but it still wasn't anything like you were, what you were describing as far as it being like a half a second or like a second off. Like that would probably drive me crazy. Yeah. It was, it was horrible for me. Another thing I had, um, I had some times where, and this is more on the loading side. I think I like run up to a door like an automatic, like when you, oh, when yep. you fast in travel, saloon, in Jesus Christ. yes, when you fast travel <laughs> to like the saloon, uh, meditation spot, and I run, I'm just trying to make my way up the stairs, and I just run into the door, and it doesn't open. Like, uh, I did have a couple instances, I like back up and then run for it, and then it finally opens, like things like that. I had, oh, so I was texting Kevin when you first go to Nova Garen, whatever it's called. Okay. I texted him. I'm like, there is nowhere to go. I cannot go anywhere. There is one path. It ends with a red force field. Every force field you've seen so far has been green and you can go through it. I'm like, now there's a red one. I I dashed into it. I couldn't get through it. I'm like, obviously that was the first thing I tried. I'm like, I I don't know where to go. I'm looking around trying to see if there's something I can pull or push or lift or drop, whatever, like nothing. And I text Kevin. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. There's a red force field, but there's nothing anywhere else. And he's like, how do you normally get through a force field? I'm like, I swear to God. So I go down there, dash, doo, right through it. And I'm like, I know for a fact it, just it did not it. let yeah. me dash through it before. And I was proven right in my mind. I know I'm not crazy because it happened again at a totally different, I think it was on Kobo, a green force field. No, it was on Jeddah, green force field, but I was standing right next to it. And I dashed and he was just like not going okay. through. He was just up against it. And so I don't know if maybe that's what I did. If you are standing against a force field and you try to dash, well, maybe you red, can't you get. Can't, I think it's got to be a loading thing uh, because I kind of had true. that problem too. Um, yeah. I didn't have any of those issues until the post game though, when I was moving through areas very quickly, trying that, yeah, to do that a lot of be exploring of and a lot of like um, collecting chests and, and shards and data and all the things. Yeah. Um, but I, I had that problem as well. That same section that you were talking about, though, I was a little embarrassed how long it took me to realize that you can dodge through the red force field. Like, why are there no other red force fields in the game? Why is it only this right. one? Yeah. <laughs> well, why make all of them? If you're going to let me dodge through them, why not just make all of them red? So yeah. I think that there's a 
there, there's something that BD scans there and it says something about only inorganic material can pass through red force fields without taking damage or something like that. And I was like, well, I'm organic. I can't whatever. So I'm like, whatever. And then I'm like, I don't know, whatever. And I'm just, I was dash, boom, right there. I kind of did the same thing. What the yeah. hell? Like, it didn't take me that long, but it was still pretty annoying. Um, yeah. But yeah, the. As far as. Per- yeah, go ahead. Performance. As far as performance, I don't really know if this would be considered a performance thing, but one of. Um, I did have like various like glitches and stuff where I would try. You know how you can do. Um, if you jump above an enemy, you can do. You can hit. Um, you square. can hit uh, probably square on uh, PS5. Yep. You can hit square and do like a a heavy okay. attack on them yeah. um, from above. Sometimes I would, I, it's X on Xbox, so I would hit X and Cal would jump at them, but then he would get caught on a ledge or something above and he would just be like this, just kind of <laughs> running around like, <laughs> but it's like that kind of stuff. It's like, I'm just going to laugh at it. It's not really right, going to bother yeah. me that much. Well, yeah, and like you saw the video I put in Discord of that one time Cal died. Like I fell off this cliff and he just hit an invisible floor and he's just going like, I'm going to die, but I'm just going to do this. And then I made him move a little bit and then he went this way. And then finally he fell through the other like the rest of the invisible floor and he died. Um, Oh, I had the only thing I can think of that was similar to that. I was on Jeddah. I was on one of the uh, the spammels. And I was stupid running through the desert and I got shot. And so it like knocked me off, but it knocked me off. And I was like in the ground, like, like I was looking up, like it was just black from where I was underground, but I could still see everything that was above the ground. And I'm like, Oh my God. Cause I was in the middle of, I don't know how much of the platinum or whatever it is on Xbox you've been doing James, but there's a lot of stuff to do in Jeddah. I'm and I was right in the middle of that. Everything. And I'm just like, I swear to God, if I have to like restart, but luckily I just jumped and he just jumped out and I was fine. But that was the only weird yeah. glitchy thing I can think of. But I found, at least I think it works this way. A lot of the collectibles and stuff, if you get a collectible and then die and respawn at a meditation point, you have that collectible. You're fine. There are so many times where, again, in post game, where... I'll go into an area to get a thing, a collectible of some sort. And I'm like, I don't know how to get out of here now. Yeah. I'm looking at the map and twisting and turning and zooming. I'm like, is there, how do I, I can't go back the way I came. I'm like, how do I ever get out of here? And I would just kill to be able to just pause and then say, restart from checkpoint or something. Just like a quick warp, like get me out of here. Just put me back at the meditation thing. But yeah, but, I would have liked that too. I noticed the same thing. Sorry, Kevin, I see your finger. You're good. You're good. But I, I kind of noticed the same thing that sometimes, especially uh, not so much in the story, but when I would go back to certain areas, it's like, oh, this has the little dots, which means I can go from right here to right here. Yep. But it doesn't include on the map that like this is a kind of a one way thing. Right. Um, which being able to tell um fast travel between the meditation points I felt like was a big improvement that wasn't a feature in the first game Um, but I based off what I heard y'all say on the podcast earlier it didn't sound like I had as many issues with the map as y'all did at least not until I completely agree with what y'all said about the underground areas the underground areas when you're underground or inside like where there's like (laughs) floors and like you're Mm -hmm. you're on this one when 
it's but layered. There's another stuff one above you. Yeah, you just you can't see anything. But it, Kevin, what were you gonna say? Something else about performance? I'm trying we're to kind of in that same vein. Oh, collectibles. No, what I will say is here's what happens. If you go through uh after it when you're in the end game now and you go through you go back to Jetta and you get Sears lightsaber and you're going around there and you're trying to get the trophies and the or the 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 the, the chests and the collectibles and the echoes and all this. And then you go to this stupid force tear thing where you got to go through all these portals and it's really hard and you just rage quit and you're just like, whatever, I'll come back to the game. And then you haven't saved it after you got those collectibles. And then your kid turns on the PS5, logs into his account, plays Apex Legends without you knowing. And then you go back to play and then it's like, oh, you don't have any of this stuff. So I will say there's huh. it doesn't seem like there's any auto saves in this this sounds like an isolated incident the, <laughs> until you get to the meditation point if you don't go, go mm-hmm. to a meditation point based on my experiences nothing saves, right which is so i understand how that could be an issue um this is this is just gonna sound like i'm plugging my xbox so much but on all right, that's the end of this podcast. Yeah. Let's hang on up on Series X and Series S. Since you can have multiple games running at the same time, even if I do step away from my Xbox for like a day or two, and Sarah goes on and plays like Hitman or something, when I fire up, uh, because of like quicker zoom and stuff, when I do fire up Fallen uh, Jedi Survivor again, it'll just go right back exactly to where I was. Um, but I definitely can see how that would be annoying, especially yeah. if is that it, you. The the two of you playing under the same account or two different accounts? Two different accounts, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's even though even though on Discord it says that I've been playing Hitman, I've played Hitman, mm-hmm. but I haven't been playing it recently. Um, which I think on the most recent or maybe two weeks ago on Sacred Symbols, um, people were accusing Chris Reagan of playing Persona because Discord said he was playing it. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I, what I really want to get to in this, I think we talked about performance issues. Like, here's what I'll say about the performance stuff. It's really annoying, but it did not take away that much from my overall no. love of this game. Mm-hmm. And as much as the combat was fun and the upgrades were fun and the, 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 the traversal options and everything that you have in this were fun. Right. I think, I still think my favorite part of this game is the freaking story. So let's, let's, let's nail this. I will say this when the game starts, your cow, you're handcuffed. And I'm like, you're a freaking Jedi. You're yeah. handcuffed. I'm like, well, okay, so this is a setup, whatever. And then these two alien dudes, I'm like, are you bad guys or not? And then there's this other guy with a helmet on. And I'm like, mm, I think something's going on. By the way, I was right about all of them. I was like, the guy with the helmet turns out to be Bode. By the way, I want to call him Bodhi. D-O-D-E should be Bodhi. Okay. And then the two alien guys, I'm like, they're on my side too. Turns out, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You get to the senator guy. There's awesome fights, everything. The 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 whole tutorial stage kind of reminded... Why is my hand still back here? It reminded <laughs> me of Fallen Order because I remember the tutorial section of that being really well done as well. And it, on it, uh, on Bracca. Yeah, it ends really sadly because your buddy is like, well, I'm a Jedi. No! <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> and I, I think I like the tutorial of Bracca or on a fallen order a little bit more just because since it is more of like a and Jedi survivor, at least the way that I felt was that you're introduced to like this whole cast of characters. And then it's like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. It's like, okay. So the only important one here is Bode. 
Um, whereas in yeah, whereas in Fallen Order, you're introduced to like one character, and then over the course of like ten or fifteen minutes, you kind of get to see um, Prof's uh, relationship with Cal and how they like work together and how they look out for each other. And so then it is a little bit more impactful, um, at least to me, when when they kind of just kill him off. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, overall, I did think it, I thought that the that opening section was really good at establishing that you do still have all of your abilities, and that it's not going to do the standard like Metroidvania trope of like, oh, you fell in a hole and your power suit is damaged, or you have another case of Jedi amnesia, right? <laughs> uh. So I don't remember. So I guess in Fallen Order, you had to learn the double jump. You had to learn the wall right. run. You had to learn right. all that stuff, right? Yeah. But it, okay. Yes, but it made sense. Uh, well, yeah, since... because he was he was not five years, you know, into the job. He was still just right. like he's been hiding. He survived sixty six, and now he's it, like, well, I guess. Yeah, I, gotta I think something. he was. I think he was like thirteen, fourteen ish when order 66 happened. So he was just a Padawan. So he was still learning. And then he hadn't used the force at all for five years. So he kind of had to recall those abilities and stuff. And so it would make sense as he is continuing to fight the empire and do what he can, that he would continue to still have all those abilities. Yeah. So I thought they did that really well. Um. So yeah, we go through the whole thing. We're here, to, we're, we're, we're here to steal this stuff. The senator is there. He looks, I will say this one thing that's weird when it comes to the cutscenes in this. And I noticed it with the Admiral, whatever guy at the end um, that Bode was working for, not working for whatever. Nah. Denzel, Denzel, Den, Den, Denzel, Denzel. So we're going to call him Denzel Washington. So Denzel <laughs> okay. Washington, when you look at Cal, it's like, that's Cameron Monaghan. Then you look at Denzel and it's like, this is a guy from the PS2. There, there was some yeah. weird, like, again, I don't care because I, I love this game, but there was, there were some character models that were awesome and some that were like PS2, PS3 level. Right. I feel like that Cal is far and beyond yeah. any of them. Then there's a lot of like Bode and Seer and all of them look pretty good, yeah. but it's like they blew all their budget on Cal and then there's that third tier where it's just yeah like ps2 yeah. characters well and i think Marin looked really good too but that's probably because she's an alien or whatever like she's not she's not realist like yeah, so it's like yeah, okay yeah. so her model looks good because she's not just like there, there's no un, grease you know, look uncanny good uncanny valley yeah grease <laughs> did he get his arm cut off in the first game no so did he have a fake arm in the first game no okay so he's just like see, see uh video. he lost his uh he lost his arm in the uh, tie-in novel, uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars, which I I haven't read the whole book, but I know he loses his arm in it. I want to say that book kind of explains why they're all kind of dispersed at the beginning of this game. Okay, yeah, they, they they made it seem like we knew that from Fallen Order, but I was like, no, I think I it, remember something, but not that they're all like not talking and all that. It, well, it was it was weird the way they did that. So at the end of Fallen Order, it ends with um, they're all just in the Mantis, uh, all of our people, and they're just like, all right, what are we going to do now? We're a team. And then it is established. This picks up five years later. So like a lot can happen in five years. Yeah. Um, and it actually kind of reminded me of the jump from um, 
the Empire Strikes Back to um, Return of the Jedi, where you see them, you kind of see everybody all together at the end of Empire Strikes Back without Han. And then you get to the opening of um, Return of the Jedi with Jabba's palace and all this stuff. And it's like, who are these people? How did we get here? What are we doing? Um, I don't know if that's what they were trying to kind of invoke there. Um, That's kind of how I interpreted it. And I'm kind of glad that they at least um, I felt like they kind of filled in some of that story and stuff when Cal would go and talk to characters later on and he, he would just be like, Oh yeah, this happened between us. Or it's like, Oh, Seer um, went to go and live on Jetta and surprise, you know, Cordova is alive. Yeah. Was, I can't remember who was what not in the first, first game. game. He wasn't well, in the so, first game at all. He was in the first game. In the first game, you meet BD-1, and Eno Cordova had left a bunch of holographic right. messages in BD-1. Uh, so you're going all over the galaxy, and BD-1, is it's triggering these things in BD-1. So um, Cordova was talking to you, but it was like a recording of Cordova talking to like whoever finds this recording. It wasn't him in the flesh. Okay. Gotcha. Right. So I was, I, I was pretty surprised to see him in there. I don't think they showed him in any of the trailers or anything. I thought that was a nice surprise. Yeah. Um, all right. So I just want to cover this now. Who saw Bode's double cross coming because I did. And then I did not. I then saw, I did. It crossed my mind early on. I'm like, all right, new character. He's all buddy buddy. Is he gonna turn? I'm like, I don't think so. That doesn't, By the way, that doesn't really make sense. Tunnel, and he's like, oh, I'll just go this way. Right. As soon as yeah, that was around when it started. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go look around. I'm like, okay. And plus, even before, I think it was like right before that. Even though it may not have been related, just the fact that he kept bugging Cal about Marin. I'm like. Knock it off, dude. Like he was just getting on my nerves. Find but the I'm force like, echo about that. Jealous. Mm, I don't think so. There's a force echo in the Jeddah, like temple, whatever. After you beat the game, where you go, it, it's right over where like the the stormtrooper dummy is. And you go over and you click it, and he's like, "How can I? Oh, I know how to turn oh, this oh, son of a bitch." I love. Did, that's like, right. Oh, yeah, bode you son of a bitch. But yeah, as soon as he started saying things like, "You know, oh, I'm gonna just hang back here," I'm like, "Okay." something's gonna happen then when they're doing like the you know the hap the happy ending that is not the ending i'm like okay did something something's about to go down and then so yeah i saw that coming but then when he you know i need like force pushed him i was oh like, my god whoa okay i literally like, that i did loud. not see coming i yelled out loud i didn't holy shit yeah um okay, let's go. I didn't see I didn't see the boat twist coming, but then once it happened and I kind of thought about it a little more, I felt like it was a little bit more obvious and that I just wasn't really paying attention. Um, one of the things that I did notice was that early on in the story, which I don't know if I don't know how Bode's betrayal timeline lines up to the events of the game, but at least for me, what it seemed like was that in the beginning of the game, you have Bode and Cal and this whole group, and they all kind of want the same thing of we're going to go to Tantalor and we're going to use this as a place for all of us to collectively hide from the Emperor or from the Empire. Yep. And then over the course of the game, Cal's 
he kind of changes his mind a little bit where you see him shift from this is going to be our place of refuge to we're going to use this as a staging ground to take down the empire. And in my mind, the way that I interpreted it was that Bode was on board in the beginning of the game with a, yes, this is where we're going to go and hide because that's what he really wanted in the end of the game too. But then as Cal's vision was kind of changing on how he wanted to do it, it seemed like, um, it seemed like Bode kind of changed his mind as well. Is there like a bug or something yep, in there? Yep. Yep. Okay. Because <laughs> I keep seeing little shadows on the wall behind y'all. And then I see Kevin going like, well, like he's looking like he's now, hiding so. from Batman or something. No, <laughs> that's kind of, so that's I think how I interpreted it. I think what it was. So I think Bode, obviously he was a jackass from the beginning, but right. I do think, I do think he really did like Cal and all of them. Oh, apparently he didn't like, I, you know, Cordova. I don't doubt their friendship was at least somewhat real. But at the end of the day, right. he's got a daughter and that's, that's well, so and I get it. Like, I, that's I, what I'll kill anybody to save my family. You know? Yeah. I, that's what I started to say in the podcast. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll save it for this. But like, obviously he's a bad guy. I mean, killing people like mm-hmm. the, the, he's not going about things the right way. But the time when he says the line, I think it was. I'm not a monster. I'm a father. I'm like, I get it. I, yeah, I'm I'm just like, no, I'm like, I got, I can't, I can't fault you there. Like I would probably do the same thing. Well, especially after his wife was killed also. Like I I get it when you involve family, I get it. And Cal, like Cal's not a father. Like his only family is now the bug is on the frigging light. Um, His only family is, you know, his crew and everything. And while yeah, they're quote unquote family, it's not the same thing as having a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that your only kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I was like Bode, I think really did like Cal and the rest of the crew. But I agree with you, James, when he's talking about, we're going to use this as like a FOB to take down the empire. That's when Bode's like, shit, man. No, all you're going to do is attract attention. Right. That means that like my little girl and I are not going to be safe. So therefore, sorry, y'all. I feel like it's a kind of thing to the empire. Right. I feel like it's kind of a thing of no matter how power, no matter how hard it is to get to Tantalor, the empire is going to find a way. They'll figure it out. So if they know it even exists, it's not going to be safe. And so I, I I felt like in some of the Force Echoes and stuff later on, it did kind of portray that Bode was kind of bad the whole time. But I kind of like to interpret it in that maybe he was truly like, even though he was kind of working with the the Empire, like maybe he was planning to like all of them just go to Tantalor together and then just kind of like disappear. If he thought it That's, was safe, yeah. I, I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, I see, I don't know if you guys think this at all. Maybe a bit of a stretch. I'm not saying it was done on purpose or anything, but I kind of saw with the way everything played out some parallels between Bode and Joel. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing what he thinks is right to protect his Except daughter. Except take Bode. And be like, "Hey, you were in this first game, and now you I'm not. I'm not talking about Last of Us Part Kevin, Two. Kevin, I'm just talking about the end of Kevin, Part One. The end of Part One. Bring it back. The end of the first game. Just the end of Part One. Was Joel in the right or not? That's kind of how I feel about no, Bo. He was Bo, doing what think... was right for his daughter, just as Joel was doing what was right for his." 
daughter. Well, but Joel also wasn't like, he didn't work. He was just doing whatever it took to survive. Whereas Bode was doing whatever it took to survive, but also working with the bad guys. That's the only thing I would say was different, but I don't think Bode was, I guess Bode was a bad guy, but like at the end of the day, I I think he's, it's not black and white. Like Joel's not black and white. I, I will say that. I think it's a lot of great because again, when you're a father, it's like you will do whatever. It, and, and again, I told Sean, I was like look, look, this on the podcast, but like it got to the point where, okay, so wait, I haven't even said this yet. At the beginning of the game, I was like, I don't trust this guy. As it kept going on, he grew I on you. To trust him and everything when, when it comes to Bode. And it got to the point where I was like, no, this guy's totally on our side. We're fighting Dag and Gara. We'll get to him in a second. But when it got to the quote unquote happy ending, the first of like five endings, he hugs Cal. And as he hugs him, he kind of goes like, he looks around, he has this look on his face. I was like, oh shit, what's about to happen? Fade to black. Next day you go down there. Hey, Eno Cordova, did you fix the thing? I did. It's going to be awesome, man. Like, so I saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. And then I saw it coming. But I, I don't think Bode was necessarily a bad. He's not like even Vader is that, that that is one thing that Star Wars, when it's done well, it does well. Bad guys in Star Wars, other than just the Emperor, are not like <laughs> just bad guys. Like even Vader. Like right. in the end of it, like I don't I don't know. I, I thought Bode I, was a good character. I am shocked that they killed him off in this game. That's the one thing I'm like. So now what? Like I, th- I I thought they were setting up to have it be Cal versus Bode in the third game, and I almost wonder if they killed him off because maybe they don't think they will actually get a third game. Well, that's where I'm I trying feel, to. I feel like he's not significant enough to get a whole game. Yeah, because I I I felt like treating him like a like a like a subplot was. Um, was enough. Even though, like, it's a it's a pretty big twist. I don't think there was enough. I don't think he was evil enough to make him the villain of an entire game. Right. When that dude did the when that dude did the force push, though, oh my god, I was just like, mm-hmm. you've got to be kidding me. So one thing that I was saying about, I think a third game is almost. I a hope foregone so. conclusion. Yeah. Like I think it's going oh, to happen, I, no doubt. But this is one of those things where we know how the bigger story plays out, and there ain't no mention of Cal. Right? Is he going to die? And well, if not, no how do you after the game? How do you get rid of him? <laughs> not in the Star necess- Wars canon. Not unless he ends up deciding, hey, you know what? I don't want to fight anymore. I'm going to live on this on Tantalor or whatever and just live in peace. That's like, what I was thinking. Yeah. In but, larger, in other Star Wars properties. So, like, we've seen a lot of the um, characters from Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels that have never been in any of the movies um, come back in, like, The Mandalorian and some of the other shows. Um, so they could kind of do the same thing there. I know yeah. also Star Star Wars gets criticized for having kind of a small galaxy syndrome where everything 
every important thing that ever happens in the galaxy revolves the around same the same people. group of people. Yeah. So having like, oh, this is an important like Cal is an important character because he did the he had these accomplishments and had these battles. But then he's not in this group of stuff over here. I almost feel like it makes the uh, the world feel more realistic, whereas like realistically, we're not going to have <clears throat> every powerful per every good guy in the entire galaxy helping us all the time right i mean it kind of it's kind of how i felt watching rogue one where you're like okay well we know what happens after this there's no mention of any of these people despite them playing a pretty big role now we know why well they're probably all gonna die and they did that i agree with you there but that was also like minutes before a new hope so that would have been a little bit more noticeable yeah, if it was true. like, oh, these people did this really significant thing and then they disappeared. Whereas uh, Jedi Survivor does still take place 10 years before um, episode four. Okay. And so a lot can happen in 10 years. Yeah. Or nine, nine years. Hmm. And then... Um, so, uh, in kind of in a similar vein, the Inquisitors are also not in any actual Star Wars movies. Um, but I think we can just kind of assume that they all kind of died out. By the way, I hate the word Inquisitorious. I was yes. like, I'm pretty sure Sucks. you're just like <laughs> you're you're just throwing a whole bunch of prefixes and postfixes <laughs> together to get this word to be a thing. Um all right, so we talked a lot about Bodhi. We haven't talked about the High Republic. Arc. Oh well, I don't. I, or, I, there's, or there's nothing I can say about Dagon. I was gonna say Dagon. Okay, before we get into that, is it a coincidence that we have Dagon, Dagon, Dagon and Fort Colin? Well, that's like John was saying in the Discord. That's what I'm saying. Do we think this is a coincidence? I don't. I know, don't... But Colin's never gonna play it, so we're never gonna find well. out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I will say the one thing I saw coming the first time I saw Dagon Gera. Dagon, Dagon Gera in a cutscene. I was like, that's the bad guy. Huh. Everything that played out with him and Centauri Cree was so cool. I love how they pieced everything together. I love how Cal has these visions. I love how the last thing we finally see, why does this dude only have one arm? Mm-hmm. And when Centauri is like, wham, but she's like, even then she can't be like, Nah, F this guy. She's like, no, we, we need medics, like help this guy, whatever. When you walked into that chamber and you saw the back to tank and it opens up, by the way, it looked like his hair was black, but then it turned white again. I was like, it's it's probably just the I way it was just the, the back to like yeah. the way it. Yeah, sure. But when he comes yeah. out and when this dude is like, <laughs> and he's just like with his stump, he's like force pushing you and everything. Oh my God. And then when, well, you, when get- you fight him and he's like, Holding the lightsaber, but not, and it's just like, yeah, but it's like, not like, going to stop oh, me like, from using six so lightsabers awesome. at a time. <laughs> and then when you get to the final fight, and this dude has a ghost arm that you can finally see, and it's like, I thought Dagon Garrett was so cool. I would have liked to see him. I, I, I kind of feel like I, I, I feel about him the way I felt about Darth Maul. Like, we know Darth Maul didn't die, but whatever, retcon somehow whatever. he came back. Yeah, he's got uh-huh. spider legs and everything. <laughs> I thought Dagon Garrett was really cool he wasn't imperial he wasn't jedi he wasn't a sith he was just again gray he just wanted i don't even know what the hell he wanted actually but like he was such a cool villain and it wasn't just like 
somebody we already know, or, you know, the ninth sister is going to be whatever, you know, you kill her early on, which was awesome. Um, but I felt like Dagon was a really cool character that we should have gotten more out of. He should have been now. I mean, I could play the third game here in four years and be like, they nailed it. That was awesome. But to me, the only thing I don't like about Dagon Gara is that he's dead. Yeah. What did you guys think about him? I liked him a lot. I I don't think I jumped on it as quickly as you did that he was like the big bad in the game. And I mean, he was. It turned out not to be. Kind of wasn't. But, but yeah. yeah, once you mentioned that, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. That's it's going to be him. But yeah, I liked him a lot. I thought he was, like you said, he's another just kind of shade of gray kind of like Bode like he's a bad guy but is he though like he's I don't know I, I think there's a whole I think it does suck that he died I think we could have gotten past this game and not had to kill him off Yep. but yeah I don't know I liked him a lot for the little we had him in our lives it makes me think of what is the line in Jurassic Park uh, that Malcolm says about the, the best intentions and whatever the worst, like in his mind, he had good intentions for what he was trying to do. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like, and so did both. I, I noticed like, that too. Right. Yeah. Well, so, so with, with Dagon, one of the things, it, 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 uh, a lot of the game is express, it really shows that he was right. That he was trying to warn, he like he was trying to tell the Jedi that like this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen. And then when they didn't believe him, um, he kind of went off the rails and then he ended up being right. And I felt like one of the overlying um overlying things themes of the game is that just because you're just like just uh i don't really know of a way to phrase it other than like just because you're right doesn't mean you're not like in the wrong mm -hmm. that like you can be right and still do the wrong thing that like, yeah. you can still go about it wrong like um but i liked dagon i thought it was cool i think it's really cool that he's a high republic jedi um, I didn't know anything about the High Republic before this game. And it, honestly, it's not really an era of Star Wars that interests me. But I liked that they found a way to kind of tie the High Republic era into the um, the reign of the Empire, which is, I mean, as you guys both know, that that's what the era that really interests me the most. I love it. Um, he kind of reminded me of Abby. I'm just kidding. God, go to hell. Like, can we get Chris Peralta on here? Like, damn it. Um, no, Chris, if you're watching this, well, it's too late. Um, you haven't beat it yet. Uh, what did we think about Ravis? What was up with his arm? Forgot about him. They have this dude in the heart, and it's like, like, yeah, like, I don't know. You cut his arm off, and then he's got the little and it regrows. That regrows, and he's like, "Okay, I'll put my glove back on." It, it regrows until he's supposed to die, and then it stops and then he's regrowing. Like, yeah, like, whatever. What the hell is this guy? I, yeah, I, did, I don't understand him. Did anybody feel bad when they killed him? No, I not did. even a little bit. I did because I was. Like, I did a little bit because he's because Cal didn't want to do it, and then he's like, "Okay, you're gonna do that. it, or 
I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to call in the troops and we're going to kill you and whatever. Like that there was something about it. that was just like, I really like when Cal asked him, dude, just come fight with me. I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be awesome. We're going to have Raven. Like we've already had Marin and we've had boat. Now we're going to have Ravis as a buddy to go and do missions. This is going to be freaking awesome. And then he's like, I will never fight with you. <laughs> Jedi it kind of reminded me at the end of, um, Kevin, I don't know if you made it this far in the game. At the end of Ghost of Tsushima, when you finally get to, uh, do you want me to stop? No, it's fine. He'll, I'm he'll never never go when it, you but... finally get to fight uh, Lord Shimura, uh, Jin's uncle, and oh damn, um, you're you're given the choice of giving him a warrior's death, or I mean, I played that I played that game like for a, a, the second time earlier this year so it's probably why it was on my mind but you're given the choice <laughs> of letting him live and letting him basically live the rest of his life in dishonor or killing him killing your own uncle and giving him uh, a warrior's death like an honorable death which in japanese culture i know is very significant um and it, so it kind of reminded me of that what's funny is i also thought of ghost um not at that part but when they were when you first get the blaster and how he's saying like "Eh, i don't know jedi aren't really supposed to use blasters like like, in ghost yeah you're not exactly i was like yeah i didn't realize i I didn't think about that but yeah we're gonna spoil every playstation first party game (laughs) during this one this one podcast but yeah yeah, i think we got god of war already last of us (laughs) yeah i really think that you know, the Atreus of this game was BD1. <laughs> BD1, by the way, thank God, I was worried, like, again, it's a robot, who cares? But, like, <laughs> no, you cannot hurt BD1. You can't do it. And I'm so glad that he's okay, and he's so cute and, like, awesome, and everybody, he's, also, I love whenever Cal meets somebody, hi, I'm Cal, this is BD1. Hi, I'm <laughs> Cal, this is BD1. Hi, I'm Cal, this is BD1. And he's like, also, the fact that BD1 has subtitles going, the subtitles, I'm like, I love this so much. Um, I like the fight against Ravis, although I died a few times at that. It was a lot of fun. When it went to the second phase, I was like, Son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, I, I the- thought the first phase of Ravis, I was like, that's it. And yeah. then he had a second yeah. phase. And then it's I'm like, like oh, oh man, shit. here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other characters am I missing? Z was really cool. I, 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 like I, Z, I yeah. because I thought Bode was going to turn, and then once he did, I was like, "Well, Z's going to turn too. She's an imperial spy too from hundreds of years ago." Like when, when she was like, "Oh yes, mm-hmm. I will stay behind and turn on the array." I was like, "Bitch, no! I'm I'm just going to cut you in half now. We'll fought, we'll find somebody <laughs> else. Like I don't trust you." Um, she was cool. Uh, I do. I think thought her design was cool for yes. Z. Yeah, she looked I like thought a... they did a pretty good job of making like obviously like she's a droid so like they had that kind of technology in the high republic but i thought they did a pretty good job of making her look like obviously like this isn't like a modern droid so like an antique. whereas i guess a lot of i guess a lot of the what is considered like the modern era of star wars like the reign of the empire a lot of the droids during that um that era looked like they came out of some kind of like apocalypse they yeah. look like they're just like a bunch of scrap parts like thrown together. Whereas Z looked like she had much more of like an artistic, yeah. Um, like they were trying to have some kind of expression about it. Um, which I thought it was I thought it was kind of cool that they um they did kind of make that distinction there. 
Yeah, just kind of a little thing. Especially when you get to how you see her the rest of the game, when they clean her up and everything, and she's all chromed out and you know polished and everything. I was like, this this is really. I, I thought so many of the designs in this game were so cool. Yeah. yeah, that even after she was all cleaned up, though, she didn't look like just because I feel like she's essentially just a protocol droid that serves the Jedi Order, but she didn't look like. C-3PO from A New Hope. No, she's got whatever like her, the hell that silver one and the other ones is called. Her mouth is like separated and then like the way her head is shaped, it almost looks like some kind of like a headdress or a crown or something. Right. Yeah. It, it was a really cool design. Yeah. I thought that was cool as well. Um, I do have to say though, I, there, there's one character that we haven't talked about yet who I think is my favorite character of the entire game who deserves right. a major shout out. And that is my boy, Rick. The door technician. <laughs> My God. I got to, this, to that guy. I got that was to this so awesome. Before either of y'all, and I was like, oh my God, you go through the room with where there's the, the tie, you can knock a tie fighter down and there's wave after wave after wave of enemies. And I'm like, I'm not going to get through this. And I finally get through it. I, I have no stims left. I'm at like, my, my health is in the red and I'm like, oh God, okay. And he's like, you can tell when, like when the force meter goes away, I'm like, okay, I'm finally safe. Okay. Go up here, whatever, open this door. And then I see at the end of the hall, I just see the stormtrooper just ready. Like, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to do all that again. Are you kidding me? And I'm looking around. I'm like, I, there's no meditation point. There's nothing. Okay. And I take a couple of steps forward and all of a sudden Jedi scum. <laughs> And it pops up and it says Rick, the door technician with a full red life bar. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, this is a respite from that horrible fight I just had. And he's run in like a crazy person. I just go. Whoom. I'm like, all right. And then you go up there and you got a safe spot. And I'm like, okay, that I don't remember anything like that. That's so Jedi funny. Fallen Order. It was very it was so much like, needed. It, it's just like, like perfect comedic timing. Yes, it's like it, it's like when when Marvel is done right. Yeah, like the the comedic timing of that is exactly what this was, and I was like, I did not expect that at all. I really thought he was uh-huh. going to be like on. He was like infused with you know venom or something. Like he was going to be this crazy super trooper that had like eight arms or something that were going to come out, and he's going to turn into a bug from Men in Black or something like that. I didn't know what was going to happen, but when he just <laughs> read his name, just like Rick. Rick. It sounds like some weird Star Wars name, yeah. Rick. Yeah, I like. I feel like it makes more sense this way though because it wouldn't really make sense for like one single stormtrooper oh. to be this like. I don't know, super soldier that you're having a hard time fighting. Whereas I guess it does kind of make sense that if this stormtrooper realizes that he's like the last one, <laughs> he's going to give it like all he has, God. even if that's like nothing. Oh, it was so good. It was so freaking good. And like, I should, yeah, I should have known when I saw him, I was like, well, it's a stormtrooper. I, I, if worst case scenario, I parry a couple times and I stab him and I win, but it was so well done. Um, okay. So from there we get to the end we get the compass, we rebuild it, we kill Dagon, blah, blah, blah. We go back, we drink tea with Bode, Bode turns. And then from that, well, I, I should say from the, the final the Dagon year. fight until the end of the game, it's three hours, two to three hours of just insanity in my mind. Right. Yeah. So you have the section where we, uh, you want to touch on the section where we play at Seer real quick? Oh my God. Well, so wait. So before you get there, okay, but the, the the speeder chase is first. The speeder chase. We're all over the place, guys. Yeah, like, the speeder <laughs> chase, and then the second reveal with Bode as a Jedi the fight okay. with Bode that's unwinnable. 
Right. So I'll, I'm fighting him. I'm like, all right, he doesn't seem too bad. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, and I, what? I don't have any stims. I'm like, you don't, you don't have any stims with happened? you because they took BD one away for that moment. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like fighting him. And I'm like, why don't I have stims? And then I die. And then it goes. He, they pull like it's a like, Hideo uh, where it's like, you know, respawn or whatever. I'm like, okay. But then all of a sudden, I'm back with Seer. I'm like, what is happening? Like, and then I'm like, oh, I wasn't supposed to win. Okay. Yeah. But then when I was like, we're playing as Seer, are you freaking kidding me? She is like Obi-Wan levels, they, as, as so I assume, of, we've, of Jedi mastery. We've like talked about mastery. this in the past where that is like a video game trope that I hate when they say you've been Fake playing death. as that person yeah. guess what now you're that person i hate it but i except, loved it here yeah. <laughs> um i think she the, you lose nothing she's arguably better than cal like more fun to play with dude um, when you first start playing as her and it's like hit l3 and r3 and she goes Boom, and she does like the big bubble thing and then, then you're yeah. like, okay <laughs> and her and Marin are kicking ass and everything and bug for us, well, okay. While you're doing that, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and go. Uh, for a second, when when Cal when it looked like Cal was dying, for a second I thought they were gonna kill off Cal and that you were gonna play the last like three or four hours of the game as Seer, That'll and be the then next game. they were gonna pr- they were gonna like presumably make a third game with Seer. That's what I thought was gonna happen for like a minute. Um, but I I enjoyed playing as Seer. Some of the stuff. I feel like you could kind of tell that it wasn't really. I knew as soon as we played as her, she was done. I felt like it was kind of filler. And I thought, so I did think the game was going to end with you playing as Seer, but I thought it was going to end right there in that moment of we um, are either of y'all familiar with Halo Reach. No, when I saw you, you sent that in Discord. I was like, "Well, I mean, I could have read this before this, and it would have been nothing." <laughs> okay, so. so I'm gonna. Do y'all care if I spoil the end of Halo Reach for you? Please. Oh right, man, so, I was gonna play that before I played. I don't believe Here's you. I, um. So Halo Reach is essentially Rogue One. Nice to Halo One. Okay. I don't know if I worded that correctly. No, it no is, I get it. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is to A New Hope what... Nope. It is to Halo 1 what Rogue One was to New Hope. A New Hope. Thank you. Um, and so the it's a very... You've probably seen screenshots of it. There's a very famous image of your last mission in Halo Reach. It's like you, you have all your super soldiers together, which we know that at the beginning of Halo 1, it starts out with Master Chief, and you know that he's the last Spartan. And so you, at the end of Halo Reach, you have all of your Spartan super soldiers together, and they're like, all right, guys, like all of humanity is counting on us. All we have to do is just hold this hold this area right here. And on, a, on your visor, it just pops up, and it just says, current mission, survive. And it's unwinnable. And then the whole, just one by one, you see all these super soldiers just go down and die. And I You're gonna 100% thought that's what they were going to do right there at the end. And it was going to end with not even in a fight, just in like a cut scene or something of Vader just showing up. Similar actually to the end of Rogue One, 
yeah. um, and just like just annihilating Seer. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of glad it didn't end that way because Seer showed that she is almost on his level. I mean, she, she had him. She had him. I was going to ask how y'all felt about that. I think. I think she did great, but I think Vader knew in the end, he's like, you can't really beat me. And that's why when that dude came out of the bookcases and everything, and he's like, whoa, and it's dude's like on fire shredder. with half a cape and everything. Yeah, it was like super shredder coming out of the thing. You were gonna say crisis core, right? Yes. Yes. That that you're 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 saying Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Core with Zach at the end. He's like, I got literally a million dudes in front of me, but whatever, let's go. When he came out of the fire with like on fire, half a cape and everything, and I was like, Oh, this like obviously I know I'm not winning this fight, but I will say they tricked me for a second when he when you you get him finally down after I died three or four times, and then she jumps in there and like, no, I was like, just stab him. You can't do all these theatrics <laughs> with Vader, and then it's just like, oh, and he just goes, bam, and he's like, bitch. <laughs> I'm I'm still not a huge fan, which Sean, I'm interested what you think about this. I'm still not a huge fan of anybody really being able to defeat Vader, but I'm absolutely certain that I would have been unhappy if you'd done that as Cal. Because in my mind, there is no Cal question. has no business. Cal, Cal is nowhere near as, as powerful <laughs> as Vader, which is I brought that up in my in one of my uh, Jedi Survivor hype videos that I did that it's like I absolutely do not want to fight Vader as Cal and win so I'm glad that I mean I feel like you have to throw a Vader fight in there so I'm glad they did it with Seer I liked as soon as you saw it, as soon as it focused on the door and Seer was like get out of here I was like oh my god it's happening again. <laughs> I was like wait are they really I was thinking going into this I'm like alright they did Vader in the first one Vader's probably knocking me in this I'm like what are they going to do I'm like are we going to get a Yoda? Are we going to get Obi Wan? I'm like, is somebody else is going to show up? I didn't think it would again. Be it's a very small guess. Vader again, but <laughs> as soon as he did, it was like, Dress! and then I was like, oh god, seriously, like, oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was so cool. I, I will say also the, the way I can rationalize it in my mind is I feel like Seer has been a Jedi for who knows how long. Yeah, well, Vader... she was a rank of Jedi Master, whereas Anakin was just a Jedi Knight. So yeah, exactly. I think it does. I, I think it's. And this is 10 years, like you said, 10 years before a new hope. So he's so, still got a lot more fighting and killing and training and everything to do before he gets yeah. to that Vader. Even if it doesn't completely <clears throat> make sense, it's definitely excusable. Yes. I loved it. I, I geeked out so much. Um, so after that seer dies, I, the, the one thing I was wondering about is how much time passed by the time she dies like it seems like she had a force vision of cal holding her but then cal was actually there but cal was there while yeah that like the confused fire, me like the fire had gone out and it was just like smoke and embers and stuff so was that like a day like how long was he knocked out how, how long did it take him to get in there to find seer how did he know vader was there was he just using the force to be like oh she was killed can he tell well, it was a red lightsaber that went through her stomach like I, I i don't know that was one thing that was confusing to me seeing uh um we saw cal what like abandoned in the middle of the desert yeah he got knocked out by bode and he went, i was uh, under the impression it was a couple hours that's Whereas, the thing. Like, it, it could have been a couple hours. It could have been a couple days. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Let, so, and Marin stayed behind 
to guard she was the outside yeah. and the whole oh that was oh, cool shoot. too when you got to do the boulders and everything to, oh. to knock off the ATATs or ATSTs, whatever oh yeah I completely forgot about this until now when we were talking about um performance issues and like technical stuff it I got stuck at a point so the, a lot of the seer section I had to play twice as well because you know when you're uh, playing Playing as Seer and you have to do like the up or down force power mm-hmm. that um was like that would like shut the doors and like destroy yeah. the ATSTs. Yeah, that was um, awesome. It wouldn't go. It would like the button prompt would show up and I was pressing the button, but nothing was happening. And I was like, okay, I guess I can't really do that. I'm just gonna wait for these ATSTs to come through. And a couple ATSTs came through and I killed them. And then a couple more came through and I killed them. And then two were like, like, a couple of, they, they just kept coming. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to reload the save. And so then I did the whole Seer section twice. Uh, so that just reminded me of a random thought I had. <laughs> and I know it's it's video games. It's whatever. You have to suspend belief, blah, blah, blah. But I thought it was funny that from the beginning, left over from the first game, Cal can do force push, force pull, but he has to learn force lift, force and up, force and a, a force dash down. or slam. I've got a like, flying droid. I, I can push it. I can pull. Wait, I, I can, can also do this. This looks like a. Uh, we're running out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, then we go to Tantalor, which I thought was beautiful. They were like, oh, I don't want to live here. I was like. I mean, there's nothing here. I get that, but like, this is beautiful. Yeah, I, I felt bad. Like again, Kata ended up being real by the end. You can tell that she's like, "Dad, you're." Wait, kind did of you an think asshole. she was not real? Yeah, because I at one point I thought that he was just making it up as part of his story to get undercover with them and okay. everything. Oh, but well, because okay, I I get that, but we had met her when we got to Tantalor. We had already met her. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right, right. We uh, we met her uh, in Nova, uh, Garen, the the planet. Yeah, yeah. in that thing. <laughs> yeah, the what? The, the moon or something. Nova Garen. The, the base, the the empire, the imperial base. But I liked how the the grayness that I talked about with Bode really started to go away at the end, where mm-hmm. you could tell that he was so. It's kind of like, have you seen Breaking Bad? No, I actually haven't. Okay, I, Walter I know he White, dies in the end. Yeah, well, yeah, spoiler. Yeah, they, the, yeah, they tell you that huh? in the first episode. Breaking Bode. Breaking Bode. <laughs> it's very much like Walter we're just, White. We're going to spoil everything. Let's the, the whole The whole time through Breaking Bad, Walter White keeps saying that he's doing everything that he's doing for his family. In this, mm-hmm. Bode is saying he's doing everything he's doing so that he and his daughter can be safe. When it comes down to it, though, and he's confronted with Cal and Marin. And they're like, give me the compass. And he's like, no, I need to be safe with my daughter. And his daughter's like, dad, just give it to him. I love you. And he's like, shut up, bitch. And he just goes, <laughs> and the bridge I... just collapses. I was like, oh, I wrote down in my notes. Oh, so you're just an asshole. Like at that point, it's it's like when Walter White is like, it, at the end, it's when, when he's he like, no, I baby. did it for me. And he's like, well, yeah, when he, oh my God, Ozymandias, are you kidding me? We can we go on a whole down rabbit hole. But yeah, when he steals the baby and everything, but then at the end, he finally says, which Bo never got a chance. He finally says, I did it for me. Yeah. It's like, thank he you. Steals for a baby? Ruth. He steals. I a mean, baby. it's his own. It makes sense when you watch it. You'll forget <laughs> it by the time you watch it. Don't worry about it. But 
like d- d- does it make sense what i'm saying when it yeah, comes yeah. to walter white mm-hmm. like he kept telling himself that like i'm doing this for me and kata so we can be safe but i'm like by the end of the story you see that he's not like i'm sure that's part of it but really it's for some reason he just wants he's this just for himself. lost his way yeah and the whole- when he does the whole the, the force thing and the bridge starts falling down and Marin has to teleport over there to save his daughter, that this is supposed to be the whole reason he's doing all this shit. I'm like, yeah, okay, even if she's watching, you gotta die, dude. Sorry. I thought they were yeah. gonna end it with him accidentally killing his killing own daughter. Her. I'd be like, Well, I, I'm done. I quit. I'm not I'm not playing the third <laughs> game. I cannot do this. I did not at any point think that you were gonna kill this guy in front of his daughter, but you did. And then she continued to ride around. Just the like, galaxy oh, I'll just you. hang out with you guys now. Let, let's hang out, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to stay on this planet by myself. I, I did really like the the conversation between Cal and Bode when he's just talking to Kata and he finds her stuffy and gives it to her and like, and then you hear the door open and Bode's like, oh, you got here faster than I thought or whatever and. I like also how like Denvik, Devnik, Denzel Washington was just like a pawn in this and Bode was trying to just do all this. He was trying to get everybody to kill everybody so he could yeah. just take the compass and go. Right. I, I don't know. But but I like or, that. Or at least everybody distract each other so, right. so he that just he can kind of disappear in the night. But I really like the conversation that like when Cal's like, okay, like he grabs his lightsaber and then he's like, okay, so you're not going to shoot me. Okay, I'll I'll put it down. We're going to talk in front of your daughter. And it's like you're still kind of feeling bad for Bo then because you see him and it's like, yeah, the dude was like, he's one of the only Jedi that survived. He was doing whatever he could. So he had to serve this guy. They already killed his wife. He's trying to figure out who killed his wife while also keeping his daughter safe. It was just very intertwined and, and confusing, but in a good way, I guess. Something saying. with yeah. that that I noticed, I don't know why this stuck out to me so much, but when you do confront um, Bode on... Nova Garen, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Nova Garen, I um, and you're you're there talking to Kata, and then he sh- uh, Bode shows up, and he's like, he's trying to explain who Cal is, and he's like, yeah, it's this my is friend, Cal, right? This is my Cal is my best friend. We had we had a fight, but we're cool. Uh, Everything's right. gonna be cool. That, and... that, that's what is that's when Cal goes when, like when okay. he specifically yeah. says. I don't know. I felt like him specifically saying that Cal was his best friend kind of made it seem like they are actually that their friendship was kind of real. And then also you do kind of see that if he's going to consider Cal his best friend, like he literally has nothing left other than or at least in his own eyes, he has nothing left other than his daughter. I think he probably still the, the way I interpret it is he was still hoping the cow would be like, okay, I get it. We don't have to kill each other, you know, whatever. I, I think that's what he find was your thinking. own secret planet. Yeah, <laughs> but <sighs> I don't know. It, it was just, it was so well done. I freaking, I don't know. I love this game. I don't even know what else there is to uh, to talk about in the story. But here's what I wrote down for holy shit moments. Okay. The mining giant robot boss fight when you're going through the portals. Uh That's what I was saying on the regular podcast. That was a fun one. Those things I've ever seen, like set piece wise in any video game. Bodhi is a bad guy. Damn. Bode is a bad guy. Holy (laughs) shit. Bode is a Jedi or a Sith. Holy shit. Playing a seer. Here's Vader. Bode's daughter is real. I put that as a holy shit moment because I just figured he made it up. Um, Flying through the abyss. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool and how they're like, it, it was the band getting back together and everything, but it was, well, most of the band, but like, I love Grease. I love Marin. And I want, I, that was the other thing through this whole game. I was thinking they're going to freaking kill Marin because now Cal's like, and Bo was, no, they're, they're saving that one for the third game. Oh my God. 10 minutes in with a golf club. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> um, but like, I want Cal and her to be happy. W- what I really hope they end up doing is somehow they do find their own Tantalor or something. Like, I don't know if, I, I guess, it com- I-, I guess Vader has to be the final boss of the third game, but like, obviously he's going to live. So yeah, and you can't end a game with Cal dying. And then uh, or there's just no open world after that. I guess you could do it, but I feel like maybe he bests Vader or he almost bests him. And then the empire goes, the emperor goes, nah. And shoots lightning at him or something, and then Vader like teleports to a freaking—I don't know—a a technodrome or something, and then they get out of there. But, um, like I want them to be together and be happy. Also, don't kill Grease. Also, they're no—they're not going to kill Marin. They're going to kill BD One. Kill BD One. <laughs> they're going to kill the robot, the robot, the red robot. I don't know. Um, I'm really, I'm really interested to see where the story goes from there, though. Yeah. I also, I was going to bring this up earlier and we just kind of started talking about other stuff. Was This was not the direction that I thought the game was going to go at all. So in the first game, you kind of had Cal getting hunted by the Inquisitors. Um, second sister and ninth sister. Second sister dies at the end of the game and then in the novel, the tie-in novel, uh, Battle Scars, they, um, they you have fifth brother and uh, ninth sister kind of hunting Cal together. So I thought that um, they were just going to kind of bring him in and then kind of do the same thing over again. Um, And then they didn't even bring him in at all. And you end up killing ninth sister like 30 minutes into the game. Well, it's kind of like in episode nine, how they're like, oh, you wanted the Knights are in? Here they are. Now they're dead. Okay. And also, Kylo's a good guy, and he's going to make out with his sister. I I think I like what they did here more than what I expected them to do, just because it was something new and didn't feel like them rehashing the first game with a new sister and another brother. Yeah, I, I think overall... I honestly did not know what to expect from this game other than the gameplay trailers looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I had like no yeah. preconceived notions of what yeah. the well, story would be. Like yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I was expecting um ninth, sis- ninth sister to be like the main enemy that you fight like the whole game. So that was a nice little change in there. And then she got jeweled. No, she got the guy Kevin's from, gonna leave. Uh, from uh, <laughs> Infinity War with the portals. Like, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I think his, we've, uh, we've I think we've pretty much covered story. We've gotten to that point. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to touch on before we wrap up? Uh, again, 9.0, James, your score. We both said nine to ten, somewhere in there. I would I say nine to nine, nine five. Nine I can't give five. it a ten, but it's... nine point five because of all the issues I had. Yeah. But again, 
sorry, Colin, th- th- this is why you need to actually play the game instead of just hearing that there's technical issues and then saying, I'm not going to mm-hmm. play it. How do you, how is it an 86? Well, uh, he, he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to play the no, game way Star before Wars at this point. Yeah. yeah. Way before they said anything about the technical issues. I'm not a huge fan of giving like numbered scores just because like, I agree. It's it. How I will say this game is everything that I wanted it to be. Y'all know how high I was on the first game. That first game is a 10 to me. And I liked this game more. Yeah, I think. Um, Before. And the first one was not without (laughs) technical issues. issues. So, yeah. Too much sliding Um, for crying out loud. Every time you're like. Oh, this is not a flat plane. I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even really feel like there was that much slide. I I would really like for you to go back and play that game again after but here's it, the, whenever Honestly, here's the problem though, James, especially now after playing this and how well it plays, to go back to just being ginger lightsaber with no give it, give it some time. No double jumps, no wall runs, you know, no, no fast travel. Two, no fast travel. Like I, I don't I don't know that I can do it. Oh, and I don't know that I'm going to get the platinum because right now I'm just going through trying to hundred percent this stupid game, not paying attention to the trophies. I'm like, there, there's a billion things in here. I'm never going to do this. The only there, thing that I think you need to get all of are the prior right. Uh, yeah. The prior right. Because you need, buy to buy, you need to buy, you need buy everything from in the Doma's store. Shop. Yeah. Now there's two bugs where the f- they're multiplying multiple. Um, I, we I know we talked a little bit about the exploration and stuff. What did y'all think about the um uh what the hell are they? The shrines. <laughs> the well, that's force, what I was gonna say. Force they, were, they were good. So the force tears that I've done, the combat ones so far I've not been the combat ones were pretty easy. I have not huh. been to that one that you <laughs> there, sent me. Did you the, look at the, the picture, Kevin? Yeah, because I was like, what the hell? Oh god. There's a there's me. a freaking you have to fight two red cores at one time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did you do that? You beat it? Yeah. I haven't found that one yet. But Oh, the- so that's the other thing that and I still don't really know how it works, but at the end of the I think it's when you get Cal back after Seer when he starts doing like the dark side yeah. power up. Yeah. Uh we didn't even Sometimes talk about I would do it and he would still just do the slow thing. I'm like I noticed Really? I'm like I don't know I when he's doing either. slow and so, when he's doing the dark. Mine, I don't know if it depends on your stance or if noticed, there's like two bars maybe. And if I do it when one is full, but not the I don't know. No, but there's definitely a couple times where he still did the slow. For me, but. it seemed like the only time that he did the standard slow was when I was in a realm tear, uh, force tear. Sorry, realm tear, God of War, uh, force tear that um hmm. that made you use a specific stance oh so you couldn't use i wonder the if that's blade. it yeah maybe it right. never happened in... because no matter what stance you're you in when you're outside uh... of the force tears it switches you to the single blade and then lets you kind of wreck shop from there but overall i really liked the um force tears i thought they were typically really fun even some of the more frustrating like platforming ones and so have you um, done all of them james not not all of them i think okay. i have one more so there's there is four i think there's four platforming type ones two are really the bad wall running green two of them are and then not the, the zipline bullshit 
Yeah, those are by far the worst. The and then zip, there's, there's two a zip other line ones. one where you only have one zip line, but there's stuff coming up and down it. So you have to like jump out and then go keep going back in. At oh. least that's how I did it. Uh, my favorite one that I've done is probably the one where you fight like 150 battle droids or something. Yeah, that was the that first was one I did. Yeah. Just because you're in there, like just wrecking shop. Yeah. It's just like one hit to everybody. You're just. I don't know. I know y'all mentioned mounts earlier. Um, Do y'all have anything else there? I I could take him or leave him. I don't think they added a whole lot, but I. um, on running around Kobo, the little two-legged one that you get, I thought it was cool that sometimes you need them to be able to get up to higher areas of doing like a jump and then jump off its back and then do another jump. Um, I would have, I think I would have liked to have seen more like different kinds of mounts, but I don't know. I only really used them when I had to. Yeah, they didn't do much for me, but um. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. You know what? The shambles just look so stupid. <laughs> they, they really do. I'm a they, camel with with without a hump. Um, legendary like, beasts. We mentioned rancors. Um, yeah. fought a couple of those. Did y'all have a favorite legendary beast? For me, it was the rancor, just because. But have you done all of them? Did you get the trophy for it? I've done all of them. Yeah, I have my. Been. Um, they brought back Ogdo Bogdo. Oh, yeah. That was that bitch that was on <laughs> yep, in the first game <laughs> where he's down in a hole in a planet that there's a, like a lot of rocks and a lot of green stuff. I mean, that could be. Yeah, planet. I know. But I, no, I, I, I know exactly that. when I saw that in the completionist review, I was like, this mother. Are you kidding me? <laughs> God, I hated that guy. OK. And then it seemed like most of the legendary beasts, though, other than the they're the legendary, but whatever, whatever the hell it calls them. Yeah. yeah. Um. It seemed like most of them were just your normal large enemies that were just stronger. The ones I hate, the one I hated the most was the stupid, um, I don't remember what it's called, but the scorpion looking thing. Yeah. Screw that guy. Because it's so hard to get behind him and like hit like, I, yeah, there's like a, the legendary version of that is even worse. But so with that one, Sean. I quit trying to get behind him and I hit its claw so much that eventually the claw just fell off. And then I was like, all right, then here we go. Oh, see, I wonder, really? I didn't know if you could you do that. To, I had to hit it. It seemed a like lot. you could, but they gave no indication that I was making any progress. I'm like, he's okay. Just like, then. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's just standing there, just taking it like a man. Um, okay. Well, good to know. Um, I know we, we kind of talked about combat already. The only other things on my list are, um, upgrades and customization. Did y'all have anything that kind of stuck out to y'all there, as far as outfits, beards, hair, perks? I, I didn't really, I didn't really care too much about that. the The perks I hardly used. I got mm-hmm. one that was like extra experience when extra you kill wisdom. enemies. Yeah, I was like, well, so I'm I put that on. Like, I'll, I'll take the extra experience, whatever. But I, other than I that, I put all of mine. I put all of mine into extra damage and extra uh when you when you attack and break their uh block Guard, meter, whatever yeah. that's called. Yeah. Um that's pretty much what I did mine. I know that I upgraded pretty much all of my stances 
I cannot tell you like, oh, I liked this upgrade. This one was helpful or any of that kind of stuff. No, I'm now in my platinum quest. I think I've got like 28 or 29 points that I can use. I'm like, I, like, I, I don't just, even I don't care. I got the trophy. For and it got to the point so even during care. the game where I'm like, <clears throat> I don't think there's anything else I really care about. Like I'll have seven or eight points and I'm like, I can't even be bothered I'll to stop and so upgrade. Constantly well, yeah, me. eventually I used them up, but I'm like, I can't be mm -hmm. bothered to even go to a point and go to my skills and look at them and figure out what I want to spend. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, nothing's going to make much of a difference at this point. And yeah. The only upgrade that I remember, and we got to wrap this up because I'm about to die. The only upgrade that I remember really liking in combat was when you got the dual blade. Is it the dual blade? Yeah, dual blade, not dual wield. When you've got the Darth Maul, there's yeah. an upgrade you get where you go L1 and square, and he jumps at them and does like a helicopter in front of him with the dual blades. That thing I relied on so much because not only does it just like take away half their block meter, as it's doing that, it's also taking damage away from them. But what I do, as well as I, as long as I've got force meter there, I just go, brr, 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 especially if I'm surrounded by like, two or three of like the really hard security droids or whatever droids that have like the big, you know, whatever, like the purple, whatever. Yeah. And you just go. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm just blocking. Oh, I'm out of force meter. Run around. Okay. <laughs> that is the only like combat upgrade that I actually remember liking and using all the time. It was so freaking good. It was so helpful. Yeah. So, there's one trophy that um, requires you to, or there's a couple trophies actually that require you to wear a certain outfit. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, there's one that requires you to wear a mullet. And when I did that trophy, Is I decided. Is it called like and down or something? No, it's, uh, Oh no, the mullet. There's the, there's the headband one, which is called uh, Cobra, Cobra, Cobra Cal. Cal. Yeah. And then there's, yeah, the mullet is called, uh, it's something uh, I can't remember, but. I don't remember what it's called. I love the names of all the trophies, though. Yeah. Um. But after I did the the mullet one, I decided that I was just gonna make Cal look as redneck as possible for pretty much the rest of the game. Roadhouse. So I sent I sent y'all <laughs> I sent y'all a picture of it on Discord. But I had him in his mullet with a mustache and a goatee, with like the Hulk Hogan just, or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he so I like... enjoyed I enjoyed that just kind of making him look ridiculous. He looked um, like the guy from, oh my God, what was the show? Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> I can't remember that guy's name, but that's what he looked like to me. Diedrich Bader, uh, Office Space. I mean, the actor's name is Diedrich Bader. That's his name? Yeah, he's in like Drew Carey show. Oh, okay. Yeah, Diedrich Bader. Playing? Who's lying? Or am I just... I don't think he ever was, okay. but it seems like he should Anyways, have been. Anyways, but... he looks like two chicks at the same time. <laughs> and then stances kevin i know we talked a little bit about stances on the discord sorry i want to talk stances real quick and then just general combat is that all right quickly yes <laughs> okay i know you're i know you, i can tell you're dying a little bit yes the, um xbox or uh, place it, whatever that is. It oh, so as far as stances i pretty much always had the standard lightsaber and then I was trying out some of the other ones. I didn't try double-sided because I didn't like that in Fallen Order. Um, I tried Blaster for a little bit or whatever that one's called. I didn't really care for it. 
And then when you get the cross guard, the Kylo Ren lightsaber, I think that's my favorite one. I did not I like hate that. It. it was like it's I, so <laughs> slow. But it it I, I know it hits. That it, You're about to <laughs> I loved that it would pretty um for the block meters that so you would take them out pretty much. It's usually just one, two, their block meters down. I pretty much use just the single standard lightsaber, mm-hmm. and then I usually had oh, like 90% of the game. I had the blaster as the second one. Just screw that me. one. <laughs> I well, I liked it just for the I didn't I didn't like the lightsaber. He fights like he's like fencing. He's like yeah. <laughs> the trophy the trophy. But I like I like the blaster part of it. So I would just switch to that if for I just had to yeah, do long yeah. range or whatever. But yeah, I used the just single blade. So we're More completely different. I use the Darth Maul and the two lightsabers. See, I didn't Christ. like I didn't like the two because it just seemed like he should be like he's so fast though. But I feel like he never was. He was always just like, well, when you upgrade it, it's like, instead of just like slicing with one, he would like, just do it with he's two. Like, so it was just ended up like this. No, that no. So we were all so we were all different yeah. there. Yeah. And then um as far as combat difficulty wise i thought it was pretty spot on i thought um, it was i thought it was much more fair than the first game yeah i didn't really struggle oh, at, no i had like a little i didn't struggle at all until darth vader darth vader destroyed me but up until him i didn't really struggle much with i had more trouble anything. with ravis than i did vader i think oh, i, I died not. collectively I... Two times maybe before Vader, and then I died like five times Adam. And but yeah, the only I times that... I died in the game was when I was like beady beady, and I'm just getting like I can't even stand up, and they're like boom. There's mm-hmm. like five dudes around me, like bam bam bam, yeah. like beady beady. beady. It's like <laughs> it goes beep boom, beep, boom. I'm like give me the freaking stooge. What difficulty were you were you playing on? If you don't mind me asking, I started on normal and I bumped it down to easy. Yeah, not story mode, but Padawan, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, you started on Jedi Knight and then went down to Padawan. Yes. Okay. Or you started on Padawan and went down to story. No, no, no. God. No, uh, I was just, I, <laughs> I was just asking a clarified question. It goes very easy, easy, medium, hard, very hard. I went okay. from medium to easy. Yeah. Okay. The same, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm on story I, now. In the post game, I'm like story oh, mode. No, I so, didn't even think. Why didn't I do that? Yeah. I, I mean, okay. So I started on Jedi Knight. I did everything on Jedi Knight, and I dropped the difficulty three times. The first time was to fight Vader, because I he I was just getting absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And, uh, and then yeah, I dropped it all the way to story for that fight. And you take him out in like three hits. Oh, I did not <laughs> like do that. something absolutely ridiculous like that. Uh, the double rancor uh, was another oh. one that I was like, I'm not doing this. No, I'm gonna yeah. put it on story for that. Um, and then there was another, uh, there was another force tear where you're fighting three like large beasts. They're not like legendary, but yeah, there's the one that runs at you and like drop kicks you. There's the one, which I don't know. I, Is I don't it the know. one that rolls? <laughs> the, on okay, the side. rolling one. Oh, yeah. yeah. The bio And then another big one. And I was just, they would split up and all get on different sides of me and like stomp all over me. 
And I was just like, okay, this isn't fun. I just want to be, I want to be done at this point. And yeah. so I dropped it all the way to story at that point and then just never even put it back up after that. Have you done any of the um the bounties? I've gotten eight. Okay. There's some bounties that I think if I wasn't on story mode at this point, they would be tough. Like there's there's one where you fight two, and there's one where you fight three. I had the one where you fight three. It's one robot and two dudes out in uh but do I they all like have Jedi. they all have their own oh, life bar? Nerd. No, there's there's one where you have to fight uh, three. It's like three bounties. Three. Three bat oh that's you get, so you get two three bounties, but not three. That's crazy. Yeah, there's one that you fight two and there's one you fight three. That I can imagine doing it not on story would yeah, probably be story. In pretty one difficult, of the but... basement caves, there's some play uh Kevin, I think you got there the other day where you fight like three like what three are considered Jedi like heroes things. and yeah. all three of they all have lightsabers and they all have health oh, bars. Yeah. That was one of the not things considered that... bounties. That was one of the things that I had beaten. And then I went to do the stupid platforming Jeez. portal thing. And then I rage quit, didn't save. And then Nick played Apex Legends. And I had, I was like, huh. I went to get a trophy cave. for that. Did you, did you get far enough that the trophy popped? I don't remember. Uh, when I beat him the second time, I didn't get a trophy. Okay. But I was like, uh, I feel like I've been here before. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm fighting these three assholes. Again. <laughs> this is what didn't save. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and then that one last thing I wanted to bring up was just enemy variety. Um, first game was pretty much all Empire. I really liked being able to fight uh, your battle droids, super battle droids, lots of different creatures. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I love the battle droids. They're they're so stupid. And they're like, Some of the droids oh, I'm trying to get a promotion. <laughs> but yeah, I thought they were awesome. Um, I like that there's... It almost made me think of Metal Gear Solid 4, stick with me, because you had, you're fighting everybody, but then you've also got the Empire fighting the Bedlam Raiders and Dag and Gera. So it's almost like you yeah. bowed in the Empire mm -hmm. against the Raiders and Dag and Gera, and you, everybody oh. hates you and you hate everybody, but there's also if a lot going on, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. If I ever saw two things fighting each other where it was creatures fighting raiders or raiders fighting empire empire fighting creatures just i'm gonna wait and let you guys yeah. settle this amongst yourselves and then yeah. i'll come and clean up okay one more question then i gotta go to bed what was okay. the most annoying standard enemy in the game there is only one answer the guy with the shield no no i, I cross guard, shield, cross guard on that guy all day two hits that shield's gone yeah. there's only one answer um it's one of the droids right nope no Flamethrower. Oh, uh, I felt okay. Why yeah. couldn't you grab? Why couldn't you force pull the flamethrower, guys? I don't I know, didn't... but why can't you like? Why can't I just go? And but like I didn't blow think... it back at him or something. <laughs> I didn't think the flamethrower guys were anywhere near as. Um, I I meant to look up what they were called because I wanted to bring them up, but I forgot. There are these uh like droids that I don't think were in any of the movies that are like. They're not the security droids. They're like bigger and bulkier with yeah. like the electricity baton yeah. thing. Yeah. And yeah. they do not seem to stop attacking. And sometimes they'll just randomly shoot a rocket at you. And <laughs> they're, they're almost unparryable. And I just, I, it, I was getting to the point. It was in the post game where I was just kind of over it. And I was like, I hate these guys so much. 
Well, and you can cut their hands off, and then they're still like, oh, "Sometimes I will still, can, I will still stomp on you." Bitch. But then they'll still, yeah, they'll. That doesn't really help because they'll still do like a glowing red attack that takes out like half your health. James right. is frozen. <laughs> oh, there he is. Am I back? Oh, now you're moving again. Okay, you were. Fro- I mean, we heard you coming through, so that's all that matters. But yeah, oh, that's good. You were frozen for like- the last fifteen seconds or something. You were just like, oh. <laughs> All right, final thoughts, and we'll get out of here. I think we got it. I, I mean, yeah, the <laughs> great game, awesome. The story's some awesome. Some slightly annoying technical issues, yes. yeah, but still but a they great won't game. Be there in the long run, so final that's why I look past thing. It. The the technical stuff doesn't bother me. I don't have any issues with somebody choosing not to play the game because of technical issues. Like I know Dustin is a big frame rate guy. I know Chris is a. I don't think Chris is going to like the game because he's a frame rate guy. Um, Not right now, yeah. But I don't. What I don't support is people going around and saying that nobody should play this game because of the technical issues. Whereas I had a really great time with it. The technical issues didn't bother me. So I guess it's more of the 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 discussion around this game that really bothers me the most is people going around and policing what other people should be playing. Man. Whereas really it's like we're all here to just have fun. I, I like yeah, it's stupid. I hate Pokemon. I think it's the stupidest game series ever where they make the same game over what? and over and over again. But if people like it, good for you. <laughs> okay. I don't okay, care. That was Go for it. I was like, what what the heck? No, but I'm saying like I, I just like it's not for <laughs> me. I but I don't care. I remember talking to Bernardo on Twitter about this a few years ago when let's go Eevee or something launched. And he was like, why are people hating on this? I'm like, thank you. I don't care about this game at all. But if you like it, go for it. Like people probably think Kojima is an idiot. And Metal Gear is the dumbest series ever. But like, I mean, who cares? Like, yeah. If you like it, you like it. it it's just let people just do what they want to do. Who cares? There's people That's how that- I live my life. Let live. Wait, no, live and let live. Just there are people yeah. that think Death Stranding is a good game. Like, I can't you wait for DS2 to, to you're gonna be like, well, actually, I think I want to play this game. Um, I know people what you were saying about Pokemon. I know a lot of people feel that way about every Ubisoft game. And personally, I pretty much I like most Ubisoft games. There's a pretty good chance that I like all of them. Immortals yeah. Phoenix Rise and almost almost won my game of the year in 2020. I freaking I love that, that yeah. game. I thought so that was a really good. fun one, but then even that one, people were like, Well, yeah, it's just people were like still kind of critical off, on that blah, one too. Blah, blah. I, yeah. I, I saw a copy of Breath of the Wild. People were saying that it's the same things we don't like about Assassin's Creed, just in cartoon form. And it's like, y'all just can't be happy. No, I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. All right. Yeah. I That's saw a good that place time. to end it with Immortals <laughs> Phoenix <laughs> Rising. <laughs> All right. That is it for this episode of the Two Player Co-op Podcast, whatever it's numbered. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you, James, for being here. It's Thank always you fun for... to get you on here, my brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Do your cheap plugs. Um, check me out on, I guess, on YouTube. Uh, uh, YouTube.com slash at James Games and More, I think. There's an at sign in there. Uh, they changed the way they can do that yeah. um, to where if you don't have enough subscribers to get your custom URL, you can still look, they can still look you up by user. Right. Anyway, uh, best way to keep up with me is on Twitter, which is actually at James underscore solar. Thank you, James. I think that's it. Well, this, Sean, is, this is, go ahead. 
This is the first time I've ever been on a spoiler cast. Yeah, we've only we haven't done that many. I think the last yeah, one we with, did was well, Final with y'all or with anybody. Oh, else. No, we did Resident Evil with with Jason also, and Final Fantasy VII remake with Jason. I think. Did we not do one for Ragnarok? No, no. I was bothering you guys to do that, and it just hmm. never happened. <laughs> yeah, I guess it has been a while. <laughs> Stained. All right. That's it for this episode. But until the next time, Sean, can't wait to play Zelda in a few days. But go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.